Kristen Bradley here, Tampa Bay Area Real Estate Agent. In today's video, we are going to tackle some for sale by owner, FISBO tips for you. So if you're thinking about selling your house by yourself, no agent to represent you currently, then this video is for you and let's get into it. So I have my little cheat sheet here of things I took down. Um, these are, let's say 15 tips for you when you're thinking about selling your house by yourself. And right off the bat, I wanna say, if you are thinking about selling your house by yourself, um, what the industry likes to say is FISBO. So if someone calls you and says something of that sort for sale by owner, unrepresented seller, FISBO, that's what they're referring to is because you're selling your house on your own and you're not using a listing agent currently to help you sell that house. Whether you're gonna go on Zillow, because um, it's free for you to do that. Um, for sale by owner, I think they charge you, but I'm not positive, um, but Zillow is a big one. You just put your house on there and you'll get a lot of phone calls. I'll talk about that. But first off, I wanna say, go ahead, give it a try. Especially in a market like this, if you can get what you need out of the home or what you want out of the home by selling it by yourself, why not? Why not try? It saves you some money, yes. You might get a little bit less, yes, but maybe it's just what you need. Maybe it's enough, the terms and conditions, maybe it works for you. So don't let someone pressure you and say, well, blah, 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 you're not gonna get as much money. Maybe you know that. Maybe you know it's gonna be a little bit tougher because it is gonna be a little bit tough. Some deals, aren't as easy as baking a cake in the oven with written instructions on the back of a box <laughs> and hopefully it turns out delicious. So you just have to remember those things and then if you're good to go on that, give it a try. Again, it's not for everyone because you do need time invested into it. Um, so if you're a very business, like what I should say, you're very um, busy, professional business person, probably for sale by owner isn't for you, but maybe your spouse is at home and they have the time to deal with it, then maybe it is. So just call me and we can always discuss, again, there's never any pressure with having a phone call or a discussion with me. Um, it's all value for you. And again, if you can sell it on your by yourself and save that commission and save some money and you get what you want out of it, give it a go. But if you wanted to get these tips, Let's get into them. And then also, if you want a free for sale by owner guide uh, more in depth, then feel free to email me or hit me up. Everything will be in the YouTube comments. Um, but these tips should be able to basically line it out for you as well. So let's give it a go. All right, tip number one, numero uno. We as a company, Century 21 Listed Baggins, uh, Century 21 Baggins, we always recommend getting a home inspection prior to putting your home on the market. Depending on the size of your home, let's just say roundabout numbers between three to $500 for a home inspection. If you can swing that, it's always great to know what you're working with ahead of time. Does that mean that when you get under contract, a buyer isn't gonna do their own home inspection? No. Some might not, if you have a proper home inspection report and they can actually talk to that inspector, they might not, but most will. But with the home inspection, doing it up front, you can know what's wrong with the property and you can decide certain things that you might wanna fix. 
so that it looks better and it shows better and you don't have to deal with those things later on down the line or you have your home inspection and you know the issues of them but you don't want to do anything you just want someone to take it as is but when they get their own home inspection you have something to compare it against so you're not caught off surprise again it's a little it's a small fee for something that can maybe help you get a better deal or help you close in the long run but at least you know about those items and again it's not that much and we can always recommend a great home inspector or you can google one or you know ask for recommendations or referrals from other people that have bought or sold homes number two um i always recommend that a lot of people that are selling their house on their own they do have an agent in mind that they would use um after talking to a lot of people and you know i call them i ask them what i can do to help them a lot of times they say well we're just giving this a try but we do have an agent if that is the case and you really do have an agent that you are going to use ask them to give you value now ask them what price should i market this at um don't take up too much of their time because again time is money but they should be willing to help you especially if you're going to give them the listing um after if for some reason this doesn't work out for you and the home doesn't sell ask them for things so how should i position this home on the market like around what price can you show me comps can you at least send me a report and then i can look through all the numbers and maybe i can give a suggestion you can tell me if that looks good or not how long are homes taking to sell currently on the market in my price range in my area um, is there any staging tips should i remove things off the wall get them to just come through and take like maybe one to two hours to help you if they have open house signs or maybe they're willing to host open houses for you you know drive traffic or maybe they have different things they can run facebook ads for you even if they bring a buyer and they're not listing there's a lot of different things the agent can do to help you but if you already have someone in mind ask them to help you with those things um that's for me it's like if i know someone is going to do for sale by owner and they are my client and we have conversations i would ask them well why are you going to do this on your own and they say well kind of want to save a little bit of money or see what we can do like perfectly fine here's these tips um what's going to happen during that you know set the expectation up front and ask them how can i help you let me get a price for you let me see what we can do for you to help you out and see if you can get that house sold by yourself but if you can't what's a timeline and then we'll get it listed and get it sold for you and things like that um number three and kind of goes with number two but you need to determine your timeline for selling are you only going to put it when do you have to move is number one what you should think when do you have to be where you need to be do you have a timeline for that or is it just whenever your home sells then you can go then you are a lot more flexible than a lot of people. But let's say you have a new home that's being built and you need to sell this one. What is that timeline? When does this home have to be sold? And then from there, you need to look at, well, how long are homes taking to sell currently listed in the MLS on the market? Not for sale by owner, listed on the MLS. If that's taking two months to sell a home, then you need to you know, figure that out in your timeline. You need to work backwards if you need to be somewhere in a month and it's taking about two to three months in that price range in that area to sell homes 
then for sale by owner might not be something that you need to do. You need to get it listed and you need to get it listed quickly and for a great price to get as many buyers in as you can. Position yourself in a great spot to get that home sold. But if you have more time, you can play around with a little bit of things, but know your timeline for where you have to be and also kind of know a timeline of how long are you giving this as a for sale by owner before you do interview other agents. If it's again, until the home sells, that's your prerogative and at least you know that. So when people are calling you, you can tell them, we're doing this forever, <laughs> we're never going to use an agent. Just be upfront and honest about that. But if you say within one to two months, then start taking down numbers of people who are offering value to you, they're kind, you know, at least you can get in front of them, talk to them some more when that time comes um, and see if they actually follow up with you too because if they're not following up, they with you, they might not be following up with, you know, different leads and things like that. So just a little things to keep in mind, just know your timeline. Number four, I went off on another video on this one, but get professional photography. Again, even when you're going to sell your house by yourself, if this is something you are going to commit to and you want to get this home sold, spend the hundred to $200 to get professional photos done. I'm sure even maybe $100 would be on the cheaper side because you maybe don't need as many as we would put on the MLS. Maybe you don't need as many drone photos or videos. But for between $100 to $200, get those photos, get videos, add them to the Zillow or create a YouTube page link that you can have people go to or spread that around Facebook. Video is great right now. So if you can get a video of all those pictures and even a little bit of about the home in there, it's cheap enough, but it makes a great impact. Don't use your crappy phone to take all these photos when you're trying to sell a home. Again, price range might matter, but still even on a $150,000 home, to spend $100 to get great photos and get more people to view your home or want to come see your house, is better it's the ROI or the return on that investment of $100 is going to benefit you trust me just get someone and you can google it you can ask for referrals from other people I can always recommend someone but get them they're out there there's great people that just do this that's all they do is real estate photography so contact one and get in touch with them now when you're going to list your home um, oh for me I always want you to, at the beginning, set up a relationship with a title company or escrow company. You're gonna use them no matter if you're doing this by yourself or you're listing with an agent. So get with someone, maybe you have bought your house, go back to that title company. You can, if you had a great relationship with them or maybe you have a friend who's in the business, anyone that works for a title or a closing agency, escrow agency. Um, and develop that relationship with them. And you can even ask them like, can you give me an approximate amount of my closing costs or what I would net if I sold this house for let's say 250, what would be my closing costs and what can I put in my pocket? And they'll kind of give you that, but at least develop that relationship with them. And even you can go as far to, if you really are gonna sell your house, go ahead and have them do a title search, lien searches and get that all out of the way. So you're gonna pay for it anyways and you have to do it. And if you're needing to sell your home, you might as well do it up front and get it done. 
get it over and done with so you make sure you have that clean title there's no liens anything that would come up during the transaction you get it taken care of at the beginning so that when someone does go under contract or even when people are looking at your home you can offer that as in the pre-packet you can say look i've already done all these searches so we're good to go we just need you to get financed or pay cash for this property and we are ready to close it's simple and easy so develop that relationship Again, you can Google, you can ask for referrals, you can ask me for um, recommendations, but you probably know someone in the business and you can just ask them. Number six, set up a free Google Voice phone number. So you're not giving out your personal phone number out to all of, let's say the internet, uh, everyone in the real estate industry, just random strangers who decide that um, they're gonna drive by your for sale by owner sign and see the number. A lot of different things so just get a free google voice number again it's free just go to google.com and or google voice get one it's free most agents have one um it's easy to use you can even text from there so just get one uh this one's a good one because you are just prepare yourself as soon as you list your home on Zillow, you are going to get a lot of calls from real estate agents that don't, 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 don't have buyers. They might say they do. And I have another video, which I will link to that because that kind of just irritates me a little bit, but whatever they want to do to get business, that's up to them. But you're going to get calls from agents in all different sorts of how they're going to talk to you. Some most of them what we want is to list your property of course that's the only way we're going to make money is off the sale of your home so what we want to do and most agents like to work on the listing side me included i want to list your home when the time is right some will not take that approach some will pressure you and say for sale by owner isn't a good thing um, so on and so forth. They'll say you're going to make less money. You're going to net less money. What's important to you? What's your timeline? They kind of get into pressure and I don't know, very, I don't know, aggressive mode, I should say, and try to get you to list with them. That works for some people and other people will, they just want to get in front of you because they think once they're in front of you, then you'll be able to persuade them and you can get business with them because a lot of people teach this way so they'll say well i might have an interested buyer i might i just want to preview the property and that's up to you whether you want to take time out of your day to do that but if they do have a actual buyer for me i would call and say i have an actual buyer let's talk commission would you agree to three percent you would say yes no we'd go back and forth and once you would agree to that we would get something signed and then we would bring our actual buyer by because nothing just because you list something on that um zillow.com there's no agreement that you are going to pay a commission until we get something signed when something is on the mls and it's listed properly through to like an agent or brokerage then there's an agreement to pay someone who brings a buyer so there's a difference so if someone just says they have a buyer they want to preview most of the time they just want to get in front of you and talk to you which that's up to you again. If you want to take time out of your day and talk to a few agents, then go ahead or schedule them all on one day 
that's my recommendation for someone who's a little bit more busy. Um, some people do just want to preview properties because maybe they work strictly kind of in your area and they want to see everything that's currently listed on the market and to compare. Or they have some neighbor property that they want to see how your home compares to theirs, which is perfectly fine because as agents, we go and preview actual other listed properties. So why wouldn't we want to see ones that are currently listed for sale by owner, they just haven't hit the MLS database yet. So it's a good thing, but just please, 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 please remember you're going to get a lots and lots of calls from agents, mostly more than buyers. And that's just the honest truth. So be prepared. Number eight, most of the time when you have a for sale by owner, you will get a lot of calls from people looking to rent your home or rent to own, lease to own a lot of that. Well, most of the time, or they're what they really want to offer you a discount for your property because they already see for sale by owners as a discount. Kind of like if you like are selling a car on your own, people are trying to negotiate down a price because you're on your own, you're selling it, they think they can cut a big deal because you just want it gone. Um, so you are going to get a lot of those phone calls, whether those work for you, I, I don't know. Maybe you don't have to sell and you are willing to rent if it doesn't sell for the price you need. And then I would just take down all those numbers of people calling you and go from there. You know, rent by rent, renting is, you know, a good thing. If you can hold your property and rent it and make some money off of it, why not? Even rent to own or lease to own, rent to own or lease to own. It's kind of a it's a good thing if you are renting I would honestly give them the rent to own option because usually you can get a little bit more money down in a deposit um, you have someone who is more usually will take better care of the property because they think they're going to buy this property after the lease is done so why would they want to tear it all up and because you're not going to fix those things before they actually have to buy it at the price you already have agreed to um, so it's not a bad thing. Talk to someone if you're worried about it, or maybe talk to a real estate attorney if you want to draft something up, um, like a document for them to sign or know the provisions of things like that. If you've never rented a property, I would always just talk to a real estate attorney so you know how the evictions work or what you can and can't do, things like that. Or talk to a seasoned real estate investor or a property management company and maybe there's enough in there in that spread where they can actually just take over that management for you and it's even better because you don't even have to deal with all the headaches. But you are gonna get a lot of those phone calls. So if it is something like your plan B, keep those numbers and just tell them, hey, I'm giving this a month, then call me back and then go from there. Um, I always recommend if, so number nine, <laughs> I always recommend if you are going to set up showings like let's say those agents are calling you they want to get in they want to see the property unless they have a sh like an actual buyer they're bringing with for those people that just want to preview or talk to you or you know things like that i honestly would schedule like a day that you're just going to show the home um because it gets a lot time consuming where one agent's coming at three um, on Monday, the next one's coming Tuesday at four. What are you gonna do with your life? Again, this is already very time consuming trying to sell your house and schedule showings and making sure your home's, you know, 
kept up. So for someone who actually is with a buyer coming through or a buyer is actually coming through, that it's all set up. And also, if you are busy throughout the day and you're giving this a go and people are calling you that they wanna look at the home, I would ask them, well, what is your time frame? If they're just looking, they can probably wait till, let's say you work Monday through Friday, they can probably wait till Saturday when you do more of like, even not an open house, but maybe you are doing an open house or just a sit down where only those people that you have pre-qualified are coming through that day. A lot of times they can wait if they've called Tuesday, they can wait to come see the home on Saturday. There are some people who are just in town for like a few days, then you might wanna squeeze them in the best you can as long as you have pre-qualified them. Or they're really looking for the home and they you had those professional photography done and you posted those professional photos and they and even the video and they say how much they love your home and they'll be willing to buy it tomorrow, sign on the dot. As long as you pre-qualify them, you might wanna get them in that home. Cause if they're really that ready to buy, they might find another one that they really love that much as well. So it's better to not let those people slip through the cracks. But most people can wait till the weekend. You can schedule, you know, one day or two days or time block even on a weekday, like three to seven, where only those people are coming through. Um, so you can show the property. You can, if you are trusting with other agents, um, who are licensed, who actually have buyers or they want to preview and you're okay with that. Um, and you can put a lockbox on the property and give those the lockbox number out. That's totally up to you too. Obviously when we the home is listed on the MLS, a lot of times people just put a lockbox on the property because agents are licensed and they're supposed to be respectful of that and take care of the property when they go in and out, whether it's for you or listed, but that's totally your call um, and something you'd have to think about when you're going to give that lockbox code out to just people you haven't really met or anything of that sort. Um, but agents, you should be able to give the lockbox code out to them if they're just going to preview their property so you don't have really have to be home as much for those type of meetings. Uh, number 10, if you are going to do an open house, make the most of your open houses. And I'm talking, get as many signs for your open house as you can. Balloons are great too. If it's really windy, they pop, but I mean, they're good to get attention. Um, you go on Amazon, you can buy like a pack of open house signs. Again, this is all cost to you. But if you're really serious about doing this on your own, these are costs that they'll be better in the long run because you're gonna get more people to come see your property. A lot of times when you see an open house, you see one little sign that says open house or two little signs that have like little arrows that say go to here. You're getting not a lot of traffic off of that. But if you can get like, let's just say 20 open house signs and you can divvy them up all around your neighborhood and through the big major sections that people are driving through, people will come look. There's good and bad things about open houses. But if you are serious about doing an open house, get signs. You know, if you're using an agent and you already have that relationship with an agent, use their open house signs. Why not? Or let them be there during the open house. Anyone that's not interested in your house to buy it, or they can help you with that as well. But they're interested in some other house. If they're not represented, let your agent have that lead. Let them help that buyer find another property. And then that's the use of your their free open house signs or free marketing, things like that. Number 11, if you do get a contract, 
ask someone to review it. Ask a professional. You can ask that agent to review this contract and ask them like the terms and the things to point out for you. Even ask a real estate attorney to look over the contract. I think their fee is minimal for if you don't want to ever talk to an agent. Their fee is minimal for what they can help you with. But have someone review it. Especially with all the things in there. These contracts are kind of long. And one little thing could mean that the buyer isn't liable for certain things and then you have to pay. I mean, there's a lot of different things in these contracts that sneak in. If you're not doing it every day, like every people in the real estate agents or real estate attorneys, this is what we are doing day in and day out. So ask someone for help, just looking over the contract or asking them, what does this mean? Um, when would I close? Do I get my money back if the appraisal isn't right? Little things like that. Or if they pass, what is their inspection timeline? What is their, how many days they have for inspection? How many days for escrow? Do you know those things? Ask someone for advice to help you look it over. Number 12, when you are reviewing these offers and these contracts, call those lenders. Even when people are like calling you to see the home, if they're pre-qualified, ask them for those letters pre-qualified, pre-approved. Ask them for the letters. And if they are really serious, if they're pre-approved, pre-qualified, usually they can come see the property. And then when you want to call the lender and make sure how pre-qualified they are or how pre-approved they are, you want to, when they're submitting that contract, you want to call and see, have they submitted their W-2s, their tax forms? How good to go are they? Or they just need the appraisal on a property and once that comes back, we can close? Or do they have to fix up a few things or save a little bit more money before they can actually close on this property? Ask those questions before you tie your property down in a contract that two weeks down the road, you're gonna have to cancel the contract and go back on the market and you just lost two weeks. So ask those, just call the lenders. They will talk to you because they have to you know, help their clients get those homes, but they also need to be honest with you and tell you, hey, they're just they just went online and they fill out a form and in 15 minutes we gave them a pre-approval they haven't done anything else yet you might want to see if there's another offer that comes in that's a little bit stronger number 13 once you have everything signed you are good to go you are under contract don't forget about your important timelines it's too easy and quick to know that you lose the timeline for when you have to have an escrow deposit in if they haven't put any money down on the property, they get a home inspection, they walk away. Or maybe they didn't put any money down on the property and <clears throat> they let their inspection period time bypass because you weren't paying attention to that timeline either. Or their financing contingency um, date has passed and you didn't pay attention to that either. Or the appraisal. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of different timelines that you need to be aware of. Not just what date was the contract signed and what date am I closing. There's so much in between that you need to be aware of. So if you, again, don't have the time to do that, then maybe you hire a transaction coordinator, Google one, or ask for a referral again. So they that's what they do day in and day out. For real estate agents, they just handle the timelines and going back and forth with the inspector or the buyers, things like that. So it takes kind of that off of your plate because that's what they do, so they keep track of it. If you do have the time, Get yourself a cheap calendar and write down every single date 
in the contract after you after you have reviewed it with a professional write down all of those dates so you know when something is going to hit put it in your phone as calendar reminders just don't forget about them and then you're getting closer and closer and closer to this you're going to get closer to the signing table closing table where you can pass over those keys you can do whatever you're going to do don't forget about yourself <laughs> don't forget that you need to schedule a moving company or you know pack up your boxes or you need to schedule all of your utilities to be transferred or cut off depending on where you're moving um, just don't forget about yourself and packing up your home and making sure that it's still in the condition that the buyer agreed to buy it in which is a big thing um, don't just go and like rip up carpets and things like that. So make sure it's still in the condition so that when you go to close, it's good to go. But just don't forget about yourself. Make sure you have those relationships or things in place or you have those scheduled, the moving companies or the utilities and things like that. Um, storage, whatever you need, just make sure you have it taken care of and it's scheduled because a lot of times people just go, Dan, oh, I'm closing next week. I have to get all of this crap packed up and schedule a mover what if the mover you like is busy because you didn't call them last month and say hey i need this date be a little bit flexible just in case um we you know have to push back closing or we get earlier closing but i need this date so give me a move so just don't forget about yourself and my last tip number 15 i only have two hands so hopefully it's not really so much a tip as in I really hope it worked out for you so I hope you get what you want was that a you netted more money into your pocket or maybe you didn't you wanted to give this a try for whatever reason you wanted to give it a go and it worked out great for you I hope it does I hope you get what you wanted out of the experience of doing a for sale by owner whatever that goal was i really honestly hope you achieved it i hope you made some great contacts i hope you're on to you're moving to your next property moving out of state maybe you're going to travel maybe it was a investment property and you're going to go buy another one i can help you with that um whatever it is i hope you get what you wanted out of it and i hope these tips did help you and if you want something more in depth or you'd rather read a you know a little pamphlet book i can send you one of those so hit me up with all those contact details but again give it a go and then if you can't we are here to help you get your home sold whether that's for top dollar or you need to move quickly i don't know how to help you until we have a conversation so 813-304-5308 and remember be kind and do good and everything <laughs>